I tell them all the time, all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She said she got the answers. I still ain't figured this out. She said he got the cues. I still ain't figured this out, man. And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C. Ray. If this is your first time tuning in, man, thank you so much for doing so. But make sure you go over to platformcollection.com um, and go take in all the cool artists we have over there, the cool art we have over there. Um, that is what we support. If you need the statement, it's right there on the website, platformcollection.com. Um, these are artists that we think you should know about. Thank you for tuning into this show. If you're tuned in via um, just the audio, remember you can always go to YouTube, watch the video. You can also watch that on IGTV, all at Platform Collection. Go to their sites. Um, yo, man, so it's been a while. I can honestly say it's been a while since I've had um, a first timer on the show, which is, this is super dope. Um, this gentleman has been um, putting in a lot of work for a long time. And um, it's been super dope to watch him grow. It's been super dope to um, just watch him build in his own community. I've been able to watch him perform live. He's an excellent live performer. That's, a, that's without a doubt. Um, but as we always do, first timers... Here we go. Introduce yourself, sir. What's going on, everybody? My name is Diesel 5001. I'm from San Bernardino, California. I'm a big, fluffy nerd that loves making music and putting smiles on faces for all the days that I didn't have smiles on mine. That's what's up, man. Diesel, dude, uh, thank you for doing this. Thank um, you for having me. We've been working on this. We've been working on getting you on for a minute. Um we, uh, obviously none of us would have predicted the crazy times that we're in. Um, I think the last time I saw you in person was probably Thopfest. Um, shout out to 60 East. I think I saw you there in person. That was the last time maybe. Um, but this is your first time on this show. This is the first time that I haven't, I haven't had an alumni on in a minute. That's super exciting to me. We, we, we get to extend our alumni team now. Yes. Um, Dude, tell me, um, I mean, we got to start, we got to kind of start from the beginning, right? Because okay. we want the audience to kind of like get to know you. Um, I'm sure this will be, you know, one of many times you'll be on from this point on. So let's start with the beginning of the story. Um, where were you born? I was born in Hollywood, California. In Hollywood? Yeah, like Hollywood, actual Holly, like in Hollywood Presbyterian Hospital. And, and you lived in Hollywood for how long? Um... We were actually living in Inglewood at the time. So I was in there um, from birth till about uh, three. We are in Inglewood, and then we moved to Whittier, California. And then about the age six or seven, I came to San Bernardino. I've been there ever since. Okay, like, so six or seven, you're San Bernardino. Um, are you... Big family, like uh, uh, brothers and sisters? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I have a brother, older brother, older sister, a gazillion cousins. And, um, yeah, you know, 
our, our sense of family is like, it, it is what it is. Like we all come from broken homes. Like every single member of my family is from a broken home or two or three marriages or whatnot, a million different last names. So like, um, we our our cousins became like more like our siblings and our best friends and like and our friends became families and like a lot of us you know would only see our dads on the weekends or not at all you know so our friends like father figures became our dads or whatnot so like our sense of family was more like community based you know a lot of people right, growing up right. with the same interests and the same maybe the same afflictions or just the same experiences you know we all kind of gathered together that way. What about um, mom and dad? Were they around? Yeah, yeah. They uh, they split when I was uh, you know, my six. That's why I came out here. You okay. Know, um, with your mom? You came out with your mom or your dad? My mom. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is. Some people don't need to get married young or who, who knows? I don't know their life. So, I mean, I can't judge them for whatever. You know, I don't know sure. what they went through. But, you know, I'm grateful that things happened the way they did because I've had a lot of great experiences since and I wouldn't have met a lot of people that I've met and I wouldn't have done a lot of things I've done if things didn't like, you know, domino out the way that they did. You know, like I still have a good relationship with my dad. You know, he was there every weekend when I was a kid, even though him and my mom didn't work out, he still made sure he was present in our lives and kept inspiring us and teaching us and doing what he could to make sure that he knew that we, we were important to him. So they were okay. So that's cool. So they're around. You got. Uh, it seems like a lot of at least peers that you can kind of gravitate to around with your family members. Yeah. When does the um like the art side of this start start coming into your life? When are you like real like? What were your first early influences as far as like family members? Was there anybody in in the house already my doing mom, art? My mom. Yeah. She loves to sing. You know, she okay. sings while she's cooking all stuff cleaning, whatever. Um, it, it was just in her. Like, I got my love of music from from my mom. Yeah. You know? like, okay, so, but but was she, was it something that you guys did, like, as a family, or were you in lessons, or was it just kind of just around you all the time? No, it's it's kind of around me. Like, I, I grew up um, a Jehovah's Witness, and so uh-huh. we would, you know, sing at our kingdom halls a lot, and it was just something that was fun for me, because I was a painfully shy kid. Like, I'm still shy to this day, but, like, that was something where I didn't feel shy in expressing my voice or how, how I sounded. So like I felt comfort in like being able to do something that others could do, you know? Got you. Got you. Okay. So you're, um, you're singing, you're, you're starting to say like, let's flash forward to like middle school, those early like formative years. Um, what kind of kid were you? The weird one. <laughs> you know, I, was, uh, I mean, what's what's that mean? If yeah, we're at school, where yeah, are you yeah. hanging out? What are you doing? I was, you know, drawing my own comic books. You know, I was okay. reading. I was listening to tapes and CDs that I probably shouldn't have been listening to, according to my mom. I was I was off in my own world. Like, my imagination was just through the roof. Like, people probably thought I was just being quiet and weird. But, like, I had a whole other world going on. Like, a whole world where I'm just creating, just being who I want to be and having that freedom to, to take you wherever your imagination could take you to. Were you um, social? Did you have like a big group of friends? Were you a loner? Yeah. I, what I was, was going on? I was a loner for the most part in the, in the early times. And like with music, like gangster rap was really big around that time. And like, even though like I grew up in San Bernardino and it's, it's all around you, uh, that, yeah. that wasn't me. You know, I wasn't that type of kid, you know? So um, 
I, I found like my solace like in R&B and rock and whatnot, just things that spoke to like me finding like my identity and being rejected and this and that. And then, uh, okay. But where did that, where did that part come from? Was that influence from an older brother? Was it influence? Like what you mean? What was, why did you gravitate? Cause like, I know, like I have, I have a very similar path, um, mm. that you're describing, but for me, it was like a, an older cousin he just had like really good taste in music. Yeah. And so I, it would leak into my brain. And then I started creating my shit. What, how did you get like, start developing your palette for music? Uh, this is my older brother. He's six years older than me. And uh, okay. do you remember those, uh, little bit of Columbia house, a uh, little brochure. Oh yeah. 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 If, like for a penny, you can get like all these different Hell tapes. Yes. And whatnot. Hell yeah. Kept the ghetto in debt for yeah, man. years. I mean, I, <laughs> Like, I don't think he ever paid the full price for that stuff. Like, and sometimes... I don't think anybody did. Right? <laughs> That's why they're not here anymore. Yeah. And, like, I would order stuff in his name. And then, like, when the stuff came in, like, I'd make sure I watched the mail when it came in. And then i get, like, my tapes and CDs and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and he never knew about it because like, he got out of school later or he had a job at the time. And like, he never knew about it. And, you know, I was wondering, man, where am, how come my tapes are never coming in? What's wrong? I'm like, meanwhile, I'm in the background bumping my stuff, like... Hey, where'd you get that stuff at, man? Like, oh, a friend, let me borrow it. Yeah, that's what happened. And those and those early songs, like those early like musical journeys, were with like what what kind of music? You said rock. You said like what like who who specifically? Well, like say early '90s grunge, like uh, you know, yeah. Stone Temple Pilots, you know, Pearl okay. Jam, Soundgarden, stuff like that, and uh, even R&B, yeah. like uh, Mint Condition, Jodeci, uh, Shy. That's a Tony, crazy. Tony. Uh, that's a crazy like dichotomy though, right? Because you're like those two don't necessarily go. Those people don't hang out with each other, right? You know what I mean. So like, how were you balanced? Are you were you just too young to like have that social aspect yet? Were you just taking in the music first? Yeah, I was taking the music and like those guys, like they had a lot of melody in them. Like they kind of complained about the same things, but like some sound like they're crying, some sound like they were screaming. But essentially, right, it was right. the same thing. Like, I was just, Got you. Got with, you. I hear it. Songs, there's, there's only two types of songs ever. You're either bragging or complaining. Any song yeah, yeah, ever yeah. goes into that. So I felt they're kind of in the same spectrum with the things that they were talking about, you know? And I, it, it just spoke to me at the time. It just made sense to you. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, so obviously, so so far, we're painting a picture of a kid. And were you a good kid? Where as far as like, would your, would your, would the adults around you go like, yeah, he's a pretty good kid. From what they knew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For what they knew. Of yeah. course. Of course. Yeah. But, um, curious, yeah. and okay. So now you as an adult, you have mm -hmm. kids, right? Yeah. Two kids. Okay. So you as a dad, looking back at yourself, were you a good kid? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know when my kids are quiet that they're up to something. Cause when I was quiet, I was, those wheels were turning. I was like, what can I get yeah. into? You know, so like I yeah. know, I know what to look out for with them. Like when I hear them not doing anything, I'm like, uh, I gotta go check on them. They're, they're they're about to cause some chaos right now. What kind of um what kind of trouble would a uh, young Diesel get into? Um, like what was what were the things where when you look back now and you were like, oh man, that was kind of dumb. I shouldn't have been doing that. Like what what were those kind of things? Like taking things apart, especially if they're uh, electrical things. I like seeing them gotcha. make things tick. So you're yeah. just breaking everything. Yeah. You know, and like, and, <laughs> and like growing up in the religion that I did, like a lot of stuff wasn't allowed. So like all the things I like, right, like comic right. books, um, you know, action figures, video games, certain movies, martial arts, all the stuff that I loved, 
it was yeah. banned for me, so I'd have to like sneak and do it, and like I would get in trouble or get whooped every time. Gotcha. But it was worth it to me. Like it, it made yeah. me love that stuff even more. Yeah, yeah, that's always a weird thing, right? Like you know, you're you're a parent now, and it's it's weird. Like you almost know the stuff we don't want them to be into, or you don't want the kids to be into. It's such a weird balance on how to like because you don't want to take it all away because then they're yeah. like they're for sure gonna do it. Mm. But then you don't want to give them too much. You know what I mean? It's such a weird, I I, I have one of my best friends, Eddie has uh, two young kids and I'm watching him raise his kids. And uh, it's been real interesting to watch like that thing. Cause you know, like I knew him as he's my home. I know everything he's done. You know what I mean? And then like watch him with his kids. And I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah. It's a different thing, man. Like, you feel for your parents. You're like, yeah. oh, that's what they were. That's what they were worried about. Like, I still you know call up and apologize sometimes. Like, hey, mom, I was kind of tripping that one time, you know? Right on. Okay, so um, you're into that kind of music. Are you, other than, like, organized, like, chorus or stuff like that, are you stepping out into your own as far as, like, yo, this is something I might want to do yet? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I was also, like, a big fan of, like, Weird Al at the time, right? Like, okay. like the parody just like always just stuck out to me. Like it was like a creative interpretation of how you see the song or whatever. Yeah. So um, I would like hear songs on the radio that I really loved. And like, I would start like singing my own lyrics to it or, you know, trying to be funny or just changing up to something that like was relatable to me. Like some girl's name in the song that I changed it to a girl's name that I liked or whatever as I sing along yeah. to it. And so like, I start like, you know, trying to jot down my own lyrics and make my own versions of these songs or whatever. And, and I, was this like, were you doing this like, um, how do you say, like, was it in public? You know um, what I mean? Like, were myself. you like... Yeah, it's it's to myself or like, you know, probably the one friend that I had around the time, like, I, I let them hear it or whatever, or like, or like my brother would find my notebook or whatever and say, hey, what's this? And then... Right. Uh, you know, the, the whole thing about that, but uh, yeah, it was just something that I... I did like to have my creative interpretation of the things I like. Cause I felt that was like paying it, it homage, you know? Like, uh, yeah, that's how I, I, yeah. I felt like I was giving respect to it. But, but it wasn't like, um, at that point where you, again, were you like, this is something that could be like my job. You know what I mean? Like, is this, were you there yet? Um, no, it was just something that gave me some confidence and gave me like an, an outlet. Or something like I, I wanted to be a wrestler since I was a kid. That was like my big goal for the longest time, and this okay. is like something that like I felt that like I can do and like and I could keep it like hidden to where like I wouldn't have to ever show it or you know. So I, I had performance anxiety. I was just just shy. I couldn't oh, even talk wow. to people. So this is something I can do that I can keep in my head and that I could you know flourish in and like whenever I was ready, I could you know show the world. But it it took years of like just keeping it. To myself and like and really honing and practicing okay so let's then then that's good to know so let's um you go to you go to high school yeah okay so what were obviously those are like some important times in your life like mm. we're going from junior high you have that interest you're starting to play with it you're in high school this is kind of where you're starting to mold where like who you're going to be and like who you who you want to be like who was that for you in high school? Like, what were you, if you, if you had to say you were working on yourself, what were you working on? I was just working on just like being, being seen, you know, like 
yeah. not being a prisoner in my own mind because of my own like insecurities and just perceptions I have of myself. You know, I know a lot of people deal with that, especially as teens, you know, the, they, they talk about people being the awkward teen, like, no, maybe it's just being a teen because like, you're not a kid anymore, but you're not an adult. You're trying to find your place in the world, trying to find your voice. And uh, you're going to go through a lot of things in high school. That's going to like either traumatize you or, or shape you in a, in a, in a good way, you know? So um, like the few people like that would like find me like writing on my paper in class They'd be like, hey, what's that? Or blah, blah, blah. Or like, they'd, you know, they'd show me some stuff that they were doing because, like, you know, we all we all rapped. You know, we all sang. We all did something, you know. So it was uh, starting to become familiar. Oh, did we lose you? We might have lost Dizzle. And... That song just spoke to me. You know, that was about getting rejected, having crushes, and dealing with those those awkward situations. And like, I'm like, hold up, this is me right now. Like, and I could, I can, I could definitely do this and relate to it. So, like that, that really, you know, drew me into hip hop and and really um, paying attention more to like to the rap side of stuff. Where because like I, the gangster stuff, I couldn't like, I couldn't vibe with it. Just you know. I grew up around it, all my brother, my brother, my cousins, all my friends, you know, they were into it. But like the song that spoke out to me was like, well, it was passed me by. They let me know that, hey, there's a lane in here for people who think like me and who go through the same things I go through, you know? So that like influenced me to want to like start writing my own experiences and like trying to, you know, navigate through that and see how I can make it better and the repetition. And, you know, hopefully one day I'll be able to get my voice out there. And show people that hey, I you know I, I matter too. Like I'm I'm here. You know, see me. These are you a sensitive dude, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know I didn't know this. Okay, so let me um I want to because again from the outside looking in, mm. this is what I don't know if you've thought if you think about this a lot or or if it's I'm sure it's been brought to your attention at least some point. But from the outside looking in, I see what I assume to be a very confident dude who's uh a great a big presence especially on stage Mm. like i've seen you perform um your music you're you don't waste a lot of words you know what i mean like you you're definitely somebody who wants to say something Mm. you know um but i didn't know this is why i love it this is why i love this doing this show it's because um i think it's important that people understand that even with all of that behind that there's it's still just a person trying to work shit out. You know what I mean? And, and I think as artists, one of the things that's important is for artists to hear that the professional side of this job is being able to maintain that, maintain yourself pretty much. You know what I mean? It's, it's the ability to um, not allow all like you, you're working on a bunch of shit. That's some heavy shit, you know, trying to be who you are and trying to be your authentic self. That's some heavy shit. I'm, I can relate. I know that that's not like an overnight thing. You know, yeah. that's, that's a lifetime of work. Um, but then you're able to transition on to stage and do the job that you're called to do. And I think that's important for artists. Cause I hate to see when artists get, um, I call it, they like start hugging, they hug the sadness. Yeah. You know what I mean? As if it's like, it makes you cooler somehow. Cause you're in pain. 
yeah. you know um and that's a it's a dangerous game to play with you know yeah. what i mean i mean you obviously you know you listen to grudge music you know nirvana you know like you know all the the stories the countless stories that we've heard of artists who seem to embrace all the bad side how do you seem because again you seem to be from the outside someone who you seem generally happy all the time when i see you yeah are I mean, it took, a long, of, it took a long uh, way for me to get yeah. to where I am now, <laughs> you know. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was some rough uh, um, upbringings. But um, so when I started rapping, like, it wasn't like I'm just like, you know, you know, the most outgoing guy at the age of 16, right? You know, yeah. So uh, I remember my teacher, um, uh, Fenora, she she came to me and she saw that I was writing on a piece of paper and we had a, a Black History Month talent show coming up. She's like, yeah. well, why don't you join? And like, just the thought of that was just terrifying. I'm like, you mean in front of the whole school? They've, they've never heard me like, even <laughs> talk before. Like, you want me to go through all this? She's like, yes, yeah, so you can do it. It's like, what, what do you got to lose? You know, and, um, and I learned a very important lesson. Like, sometimes you have to just, you know, fall into your fear. Yeah, you're yeah, you're gonna be true. you're gonna be scared anyways. Whatever's gonna happen, people are gonna think we're gonna think anyways. But but just do it, you know. So like, I mean, I got like a, a beat from the homie, and I, I wrote something down that I you know been practicing for a while. And so I go onto the stage in front of my whole school, who's never heard me talk before. Anything, they just thought I'm that you know that quiet guy that sits by himself and works in the cafeteria. They knew nothing about my musical ability probably didn't even know my name you know and i get yeah, up there yeah you know you can hear a pin drop on the microphone and then the uh -oh. beat the beat drops and i don't know what happened but like it i turned into like the incredible hulk and like i just went at it with so much energy and finesse i remember like i sang some high notes at the end of the song after i done spitting my bars and and when i was done there was a deafening silence and then the whole place just like erupted and they were just screaming and loving me. And I'm like, what? What is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? And like, I went from being like, you know, just like a, a dust in the sand, you know? Just, yeah. And from there on, like, like people were like, they're just loving me. They come to talk to me. Girls were like complimenting me and like flirting with me. And people wanted to like be my friend and whatnot. And it was all very weird, you know, for a kid that's been like a loner for like most of his young life and whatnot. <laughs> I'm like, wait, just because I came up here like and and you know, like talked about my feelings and said it in a kind of cool way, you guys, you guys, you know, mess with me now? Okay, bet. Okay. And like, and it gave me like it gave me that confidence, like, okay, maybe I'm not crazy. Maybe I have something to say too. And maybe yeah. other people feel the same <laughs> way. Were you um is it safe to say you were hooked from that moment? Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was a, yeah. a junkie for it, you know. For just that, I mean, that instant gratification that can that can change around anybody's sure. day. That can make for them sure. want to. That can make them want to live. You can save somebody's life just by giving them. A oh, compliment, without a doubt. You know, without a doubt. Did you? Um, how were you? Like, how were you creating at that time? Like, what what was the process? Like, were you? Did you have a studio? Like, what were you? What were you were you producing? Like, what was going on? How were you creating your songs? I had a like a hand me down computer from my brother. It was called the Black Wolf. I think something like that. It had like a five hundred megabyte hard drive. 
Okay. And we were, I had real audio and uh, I, I would take like a, the sound recorder program that you would get and uh-huh. like you get like 10 seconds of it. And you yeah. have to like, I was, so I would get like loops from like something online and um, I would just like insert the loop into itself over and over and over and over until I got like about two or three minutes worth of a beat. And I had like this little like $5 computer mic. I remember I, I cut a, like a finger off of a glove and put it over the, the mic and put a rubber band. And that was like my wind guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I would just um, rap to the best of my ability over, over this beat. And then like I'd mix the file into it. And nine times out of 10, I don't know, it was, it was, it was off beat. I don't know if it was just me for me, you know, mixing it in a certain way. Right, or that's right, just right, how right. I was rapping at the time. But yeah, I'd have those little things and I'd I'd use a real audio to encode it and I'd put it on AOL and see if people like oh, it wow. or not. Yeah. So you were you were you were putting it out like from the jump. Yeah. This is like That's um dope. say mid to late nineties around that time. You know, we were checking out and seeing like people around the world um doing the same thing. We like collaborate or um get into like, those uh those uh those chat rooms where you can like text battle people, you know, right, right, we're right, going right. back and forth or we call people up, uh, call my, my cousin and I, we call people up on three way. We like battle over the phone and, you know, see how people were doing like in other parts of the world and whatnot. And like, I, I know I ran that phone, but love my mom hated me for it, but like, it was really <laughs> cool seeing how people around the world could like vibe with the same thing that, that we were vibing with and that gave us confidence, you know? Wait. So, okay. We need to, we need to fill in something. I just thought about this. So when, Obviously, there had to be some friction with the idea that you were kind of pursuing this um, because of just the general rules at home. Yeah. Right. Like how how did that you know, what I mean, how did you deal with that? I had do it when my mom was at work. You know, that's, that's yeah. I you know, stopped to like hide it. She knew like I was like getting into more and more talent shows and whatnot. And. She didn't necessarily like the type of stuff I was doing, but, you know, she saw that it gave me confidence and it made me happy. So she didn't, like, necessarily, like, vocally support it, but she wasn't against it, you know? She gotcha. didn't, like, forbid me from doing it, you know? So I'm, And, like, just just from her core beliefs or whatever. So, I mean, I'm still, like, I'm grateful for that, you know? Like, even though I know you don't vibe with it, you still, you still accept me and still, you know... Allow me so, to do this. So she wasn't like a roadblock or anything. No, no, no. Okay, so you're developing music. Um, you know, you're developing in a it in a way that you know a lot of people start off. You know, just kind of with what they have in front of them. Um, as you started learning your craft more, how did it? Because because that's the other thing. You're not even at this point in your in the story. You're not even really socializing it yet you're because you're still on the computer in your room you're still doing that so when does it start to like for you noticeably start leveling up as in at least you being able to like construct you know songs and albums and stuff when did that start to happen well it was a lot of uh repetition and failing yeah you know i didn't know anything about anything I know about yeah. writing songs. I didn't, all I knew was I like music. I like the way it sounded and how different parts of the song are from what I can know. So I just I just kept writing over and over and yeah. over and over and over and over. I probably have like over in my lifetime over like two thousand songs I've written. You know, yeah, maybe yeah. A, a 
chunk of those have been recorded or whatever. But I just kept failing. Like I had to keep learning um, different little steps that would bring me up higher and higher by doing the wrong things, by you know, seeing if I could work this program or see if I can rap over this style of beat. Um, yeah. Seeing if uh, I can get on a stage and, you know, will I run out of breath if I try to rap the whole song or do I need to do this in a different way or whatever? So, like, I, besides, like, the music, I would, like, get into more and more, like, talent shows where we start rapping at school, like, and, and battling each other and whatnot. And a lot of times I sucked at what I did, you know, from, from what I think. You know, other people liked it, but I thought I sucked at a lot of things. And that... Why, though? Just it wasn't Wait, up to my obviously, Yeah. Obviously, you were comparing it to something. What were you comparing it to? Well, like, you know, people like I, I liked, you know, that I was starting into, I was getting to like a lot of like battle rappers, like in underground MCs and whatnot. Oh, you know, uh, gotcha, gotcha. So I was like, man, like, I want to be as dope as them. Like, what they do is uh, just incredible and magical. And I want to be as dope as them. Like, my stuff isn't as dope as theirs. And, you know, like, you, you can get caught up in that, especially like in rap. For like, sure. Like, you want to be as good as the next person or at least j- be just as like effective as the other person, you know? Right, 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 right. Like, yeah, man. it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous, uh, well, that's why, yeah, that's why I was asking you about it. Cause I, I'm, I wonder, I love to hear people's stories on how they like develop. Cause you, you have a very like original feel about, you know, the music you make and that's dope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's always like, I, I, like, I always tell people on the show, like if that was like up for debate, you wouldn't even be on the show. You know what I mean? Like you're on the show because you obviously make something that's very original. It's something that we, you know, we preach here on this show. If you've listened to the show, you know, we're big on that. Um, People finding their own voices, but you obviously did it like other MCs um, and and performers. You came up and you kind of looked around with what, what was around you. And then you started to obviously develop, well, the thing is, right, you know this now, mm. is is when we're younger, we think that you can copy something. And yeah. the, re- the reality is you just, you can't. It's never going to sound, but dude, I used to have this, I had a, a rap partner when I was really young and uh, he was fucking dope, bro. He was just like one of those like kids who hung out in the hood and like wasn't really trying to be a rapper but could freestyle his ass off just had you know what i mean one of those naturally like damn this motherfucker and uh he would hear like we would record shit and obviously there would be static or background because we had no i i don't even think we were using plugins at the time it was literally just the vocal and the fucking beat um and he'd be like, yo, how come we can't make this sound like Tupac? <laughs> and I'm man. like, I don't know, man. Like, and I really didn't know. Like, I was like, I don't know. We're doing what he's doing. He's recording. We're recording. It doesn't sound the same. And it, yeah. it, it was so, but he was so, that was like his like bar, right? And he was like, I got to be at least at that. And it pretty much almost stopped him from rapping because he was just like, yo, I'm never going to sound like that. You know what I mean? And, yeah. but he didn't the whole time not knowing like how dope he was. You know, for you, when you, you had to know there was something, I, I mean, I imagine, you know, I, I could, I could, I guess I can imagine that you might not have noticed, but you had to know that there was um, something that people were attracted to you. Uh, like you had something that people were attracted to, right? Like people were into your shit. Like they liked the things you made. They liked the things that, um, that uh that you were putting out 
you knew that people were into your stuff. Like you said, you had people that were into your stuff. Was it, was, were you aware of that? Like, were you, did you believe them? You know what I mean? Like, did you believe people when they were like, yo man, that your shit's dope? Um, I believe they felt that. I still didn't see how <laughs> that they liked it, you know, like, I, yeah, I, knew, yeah. I knew that some of the stuff I did, like, it was like good, you know, I like, just like, it's to see the reactions on them. I'm just like, it was like a state of disbelief for me. Like, man, why do you guys vibe with this so hard? I'm like, I must be doing something right. So let me, let me keep building on that. You know, let me keep seeing if I can do something else. And like, that kept making me like, want to like, give, give more oohs and ahs and like, say more uh, intricate things and, you know, yeah. shock the crowd and like, just, you know, keep, uh, you know, reliving that moment from that that talent show where people just erupted. Like I, I was a junkie for it. I became addicted to it. You know, so um, we we lived in a time where like there's a lot of like braggadocio in in the music. You know, like a lot of you know a lot of battle rap, a lot of mm-hmm. you know underground lyricists are just you know s- you know spit bars and all that bravado and whatever. Um, and, and people like they they just they they loved it. And so like I wanted to be like that. You know, maybe just because I, I felt I didn't have that that sense of um, you know, self and uh, self love for a while. So like, it, it yeah. really, it, it really like just it became like a drug, and like I just, I just wanted to keep doing it more and more and more. Like, and you you really never lose that. You know, like after a while, you become numb to it. You know, like yeah. It's, yeah, it can make you slack off. It can it can make you, uh, you know, not try as hard. So like, I think the fact that like I didn't believe people you know, when they told me that I was dope and that I didn't like, you know, my music 100%, that kept me um, wanting to create better and and do more and more and more and more. Like, and I still had to, I've still to this day have never been 100% satisfied with anything that I've put out. Yeah, and because yeah. of that, I try harder and put out better music. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I mean, I think there's, there's something about people um, who seek mastery you know what I mean? Cause that's like what you're doing. You're, you're yeah. seeking this thing that, you know, we've only ever heard people talk about. We've never known anybody to actually grab it. Right. But it is, I've always called it like the most honorable, um, like one of the most honorable ways to spend your life is to try to master something because you learn so much about yourself and others doing that. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, um, like you've already described, you have to kind of sit and um, walk down this path that is completely by itself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you're by yourself. You're not nobody. It's hard to describe the things like, you know, what I mean, I don't know how often you're able to have um, like conversation, even conversations like these, mm-hmm. you know, um, where there's an audience and at least another person who can relate to exactly what you're talking about yeah um because i know that it's one of the reasons i even started doing this show because of the same thing you're talking about like it, it was hard to relate to someone who say like has no ambition to 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 choose like a life and art mm. it's a weird you know what i mean it's a weird it's a weird thing like did you obviously pursuing this comes with a ton of stuff um it comes with politics. It comes with, um, you know, lack of representation. It comes with cornball promoters. It comes mm. with, and and it comes with on the flip side, it comes with some, like some of the greatest people you'll ever meet in your life. Mm. Right. Are, are also 
people that I've met through art, right? For sure, for sure. The yeah. the best, in fact, the best people I've ever met in my life, I yeah. met them through art. You find your tribe um, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for you, what were some of the early obstacles of trying to get, like you said, noticed? Yeah. Um, I was poor, you know, like we... Yeah. The, like the internet that we would eventually get, which was like like brand new at the time, whatever. They're like... Yeah. I'd go through like free trials of, you know, AOL, you know, um, get the net zero, uh, all, all those, <laughs> yeah. all those hours. Like I, I, yeah. I carefully used all those hours <laughs> up on, on everything. And just like, you know, I didn't have a car. I couldn't go to shows or open mics or buy equipment or whatever yeah. else. Like from like mowing yards, like working in the cafeteria, like I get like little money here and there. And like, and I could spend it on, um, you know, various things. I need even getting quality headphones, or like if I could ever afford a beat, you know, uh, I, I'd, I'd buy that from somebody if I could. But like, um, I just at the time I, I felt I didn't have the resources to like properly invest in what I do because I knew I had to go to that next level of quality of you know branding or just just on myself. I knew I had to like have better clothes when I go out and perform, you know, instead of like wearing yeah. you know, my hand-me-downs or clothes that just didn't fit me anymore or, or my, my pro wing shoes and this and that. Like I, there were like certain things that like I knew that I, I needed and just like, you know, before I turned 16, like I didn't have, um, you know, I the means to do that unless it was like, you know, most of my yard with like I into myself so I can, you know, go places so I can do more things or whatever. And, you know, we didn't really have like a community, at least that I knew of, like from my age bracket, we just had, you know, yeah. schools, like different schools, we go hang out at spots and they battle each other or um, somebody had like an uncle or dad with a studio and they can release stuff and they're all trying to get stuff on the radio and the radio don't want to play any of anybody's music. And right, so right. like, the, the, when the internet came out and it was like accessible to people, it kind of uh, it kind of helped people broaden their horizons a bit. Like you can get your song played, like in like Australia or you know Germany or Japan. Oh, looks like you might be having a little bit of internet problems. I grew up poor. I was poor for a very, very long time. But, like, that should never be an excuse. You got to, like, find your ways around your, your obstacles, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, and, um, it's, it's interesting that, uh, that, um, you said that finding your ways around, like, your obstacles, it, it's such, I feel like people forget, like, how huge of, of the, of the journey that is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, especially in art, like it, it's just not enough to just put something out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta put your boat in the water and you gotta sail that shit. Mm -hmm. You gotta put it, you know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta like, boat from attackers, you gotta you know? the boat. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's constant, right? Like it's constant. And you're a person who I know, I know, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but it, again, from the outside looking in, you definitely, have been consistent over the years as far as like not allowing yourself or your name to, to, to drift away. 
You know what I mean? Like, was that something that was, were you conscious of that? Were you conscious of the idea that, yo, I need to stay relevant in certain things. I need to stay like, um, I, you know, I need to stay working. I need to stay on flyers. I need to stay on, I, you know, I need to stay on shows. Um, I feel like there's, there's a lot of work that goes into that. Is that, is that something that you, you were conscious of? The, like the social, like getting on flyers, getting on shows, like when did that start to like, like click for you? Like, oh, I need to be doing that. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you reach the limits that you, that you get to when, uh, from, you know, from, from just doing the same that you've been doing the whole time. And if you don't see results from that, then you know you have to progress. You got to do something different. You got to expand it. You know, if you deviate... A lot of it comes from like people overcoming their own hurdles, thinking that their stuff is worthy enough to, you know, take it on the mm. road or be heard by other people or whatnot. So once you right, get that out right. your head, once you you can fully invest not only your money but like your time and your effort and your belief and like being your biggest fan to think that it's worthy enough for other people to hear it, then you gotta take those appropriate steps. Like you know, I graduated high school, so I didn't have that that huge, you know audience of people that I could, you know, market to or get my name out to. It was like, okay, well, I started to go into the workplace and that became my social pool, whatever. I'm like, okay, well, now I can, you know, I got some money now from working. I can, I can get out there in the world. I can go to some different places. Uh, What what can I do now? Should I start recording the stuff and trying to make a CD? You know, should I take the printer at home and, you know, slap some stickers on the CD and like start giving it out to people? Uh, Yeah. If they want to buy it or just going out to the beach or to Walmart or whatever and just start handing out, hey, I rap, I think it's pretty good. Here you go. If you want to give me money for it, that's cool. But like, I just want you yeah. to hear it. You know, like- Testing the market. Yeah. Basically testing the market. Yeah, yeah. like, and that's, that's, it's kind of tough to do. Like when you're a shy person, even if you're a confident person, you go to somebody and say, hey, look, I, I uh, spit my feelings out o- over some beats and I made it try to sound kind of cool. Do you need that in your life? Because like, the, <laughs> <laughs> the point is like, like, People, like, with any type of sales, they don't really need certain things. You have to sell them on it. Like, when you go to buy a car, you don't need the car that they're trying to sell you. But they're going to do the best they can to convince you that it's a good thing in your life. And if they come up with a good enough approach, then you're going to buy the car. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy because, um, man, I I love this. Again, this is why I love doing the show. I love when I... when you first reached out about doing the show and we first started talking about doing the show, um, I know you said you had listened to the show for a minute and, and thank you for that, by the way. Um, but, uh, it's cool. Like, again, like I saw this person with all this, I only saw the outside. Right. And I only, Mm -hmm. I only got to see you through your music pretty much. And I think it's important again, like, you know, this is, I think the value in shows like this is that we get to see like, Yo, it's so much more complicated than just walking out on stage and like performing your song. You know what I mean? Like, and and not just complicated logistically or like trying to get that together money wise, all that stuff, but just the, the perseverance that it takes to not go bad. Fuck. This is too hard. Yeah. Cause you, you, you can wake up as an artist almost every day with that thought. If you let yourself, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like it's not easy. It's like people just think that, you get on stage, you got a microphone, you just want to rap some stuff to try to be cool. Like, you know, a lot of us, like, we go through, like, anxiety. 
Like, if <laughs> I get booked for a place that, like, I don't know anything about the place, I'm like, okay, let me research this place. Uh, what type of a venue yeah. is it? What type of shows do they have there? How's their sound system? How's their yeah, acoustics? What's the stage look know? like? Yeah, what's yeah. the parking? Like, like do <laughs> everything. I, like, do I got to bring something in my trunk going out of town to this place? Mm -hmm. I mean, how's this place going to be? How's the DJ? Is, you know, how's the sound man? Do I need to bring a CD? Do I need to bring this? What type yeah. of song should I bring for this lineup so I can mesh in well with it? You know, how am I going to talk on the stage? There's a song that I think is really dope recorded. Will it translate well in the performance? Like, there's a lot of things that go into our heads before we even get there. Like, if you ever see me at a show, I'm extremely quiet because I'm checking before, out everything. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what's crazy, too, is that uh, um, the, the other part of that is that the way you learn all those things for people who are not aware is you fail at them first. Yes. Like, yes. that's literally how you find out, like, oh, I should have brought a CD a CD, an MP3, mm -hmm. a fucking backup. All, I should have brought my hard drive. I should have brought my own laptop. I should have brought, like, all these different things. You have to learn by doing the reps. And I think where people get disenchanted is because there are so many steps. Yeah. But I can't, I man, I can't emphasize. When I look back at things now, I'm like, yo, those were the best moments. Like, yeah. every time I learned something like that, those were the best. And they saved me time they save me money mm -hmm. especially money later on yeah. that should become super important to have already made yeah. those mistakes before the money starts getting in play because you don't want to make them after yeah you know what i mean we all know of people who've done that and that ends horrible yeah you know for for you did you um when did the because that's the other thing like you you're a dad you're a parent when did the family side start when what, at what point did that come into your life and how did that did that affect the, your approach of like pursuing this as a, you know, as a living, as, as something you want to do? Yeah. I mean, like it, they came like a little later in my life, like in like my late twenties when I, when I got uh -huh. married. Um, and it was, uh, it taught me a lot about balance, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, before it's like, I, I could uh, do what I want when I want, where I want and not have to like worry about anything. Like, my wife at the time, you know, she would, like, come to me with shows, and or if I threw a show, she'd be working the door or whatnot, and we, that was, like, she's my road dog, you know? Did you meet so, her, like, in the scene, or, or like, like, how did you? I met her, like, in my personal life, like, at work and whatnot, okay, but, cool. like, you know, she knew from the get-go, like, this is what I do, and she was cool with it, <laughs> yeah. and never, like, yeah. made me choose or uh, played any of those games that, that can happen when Bravo. you, you date a non-musician, so she, I knew she was the one, like, from, you know, yeah, back yeah. then, you know? Uh but, but, but yeah, like, uh, balance, you know, like, and then like, yeah. when I had like my off nights from work, I was like trying to hit up shows all the time, but like, you know, I also had a relationship with somebody that I lived with and I didn't want to like, you know, take away time from her. And it's kind of hard to bring like your girlfriend to every single rap show because, for sure, for sure. you know, if you're not a musician yourself, you're mm -hmm. going to get bored yeah. really quickly, you know? So right. like, it's. And like you just said, before a show, you're so constant. It's not like you can entertain somebody or yeah. like, you're not, you're not good company. Yeah. You're going through your, you're yeah. going through your system at that point. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're mentally preparing to get on stage and hopefully not bomb in front of strangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. They're like, hold on, yeah. don't talk to you right now. Like, look, I'm going to listen yeah. to my set in the car. Just let me, let me practice over and over and over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that can't be fun for, no, for no, no, the no. significant other. Right. Yeah, like bless her heart. She probably is like, she heard my songs like way more than, than I've heard oh, wow. my songs, you know? 
yeah, yeah. She's heard all the horrible mixes and seen all the bad shows. So bless her. She was she was a trooper, you know. Like we're yeah. we're not together anymore, but like I give her all like the credit in the world for all that she's been through with me, like in in my music career, you know. Yeah, and what about the um? How many kids do you have? Two. So uh, how old are they? Uh, one's turning six, another one's turning three. Okay, so yeah, your 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 kids are about the same age as, as our producer, Hip Hop Eddie. Um, so yeah, so I know that age pretty well because um, I'm the uncle. I gotta fucking take care of these kids yeah. all the time. But uh, he, um, it's it's cool that age because they're so um, and they act like they don't, but they pay attention to everything. Yeah. They're they like really, these little. They really are like these little sponges. Yeah, you know they what I mean? encompass the world around them, and like they grow up with it, become familiar with it. Like even with like yeah. the technology, like they, my daughter, she's five, but she can navigate through like anything oh, on my, my tablet, my phone. She knows how to connect everything. Yeah. You know, yeah, like it, it's a yeah, part. There's of that. no doubt. My um, yeah, for sure. My nieces and nephews are more at five or more educated on just the internet in general, as mm-hmm. opposed to like my parents for sure yeah. you know what i mean like it's not even close like they're 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 into stuff the other day i was watching eddie's son play on the internet and he was watching some dude watch the internet watching like some guy playing the game. Like, right, right? And, <laughs> it's and the it's, craziest thing yeah and at first i was like one of the things i've definitely tried to work on over the last few years is really like understand the idea of like how these trends start and, but also like how people socialize and how that changes through the years. You know, it's not the same as we are like the, the new generation it's, you know, they get dragged through the mud for not being social not being, you know, but they are the most social, you know, they're, it's yeah. just in, in person to them is, doesn't mean the same thing as it did to us. Right. Like you used to yeah. like, looking for music and that actually meant you might get your hands dirty. Now that literally just means it's a swipe or, you know, and that's fine. You know what I mean? It it really is. It really is fine. It's, I think we panic a little bit too much on that as if it's not natural, but the reality is even you, like we can use you as an example, somebody who was, who was uh, raised in a stricter household that didn't necessarily like encourage your technological side. You naturally just became technologically, you know, advanced with your stuff because yeah. that's how your brain works. It was that was nature. That was going to happen no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so when I see kids that are into that kind of stuff now, I, before it used to worry me, but you know now I see, especially in this time, and it's something I want to talk to you a little bit about. Like mm. especially in the time that we're going in right now, we're seeing the youth use technology better than any generation has ever used it. Yeah. You know, like. They're organizing with it. They're speaking to each other. They're changing the world with technology. And, uh, and it's weird to me because I, it's not that long ago that I remember people going like, this is the devil. It's the devil. The internet is the devil. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's like, Oh shit. Number one I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it might be the devil, but it's God too. And it's fucking, it's nature. Yeah. It's, it's, it's everything, well, like, you know, it's us. Like, people, like, they, they tend to fear what they don't understand. Like, maybe they fear that they're going to get left behind or, like, they're not... Yeah. They can't adapt it, right? You know? Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah. and like the younger generation, like, maybe we're not supposed to understand, you know, mm-hmm. what's the part of their world. Because this is starting to become their world now. We're, exactly. we're going to start to fade out, you know, sooner than yeah. later. You know? So, yeah. what 
what they do, hopefully it's going to be a better thing. It's going to make improvements, you know, in, in comfort, technology, the way we can communicate, the way we can see the, the truth of things, how yeah. we can, uh, um, you know, react with other people, how we can interact and all that stuff. You know, like, I think it's dope, you know, like I, I'm trying to like stay up on game myself and like be as like technologically adept, you know, because that's the way the world is, you know, the old way, yeah. the old way of the world always dies off, you know, yeah. in various yeah. ages. Yeah, I've always, I've always kind of, in fact, my uncle told me, um, like a lot of my music comes from my uncle. He was a, a, a band leader. He played bands for forever growing up, but he always preached to me that like, um, uh, you know, age is like, or growing old is a choice, mm. right? Like, you can become older, everybody becomes older, but being old, like, that's a, that means you just stop paying attention. Yeah. You know? And he's just like, why would I ever want to, why would I ever want to, I, I like new stuff. And yeah. he's like, so when new stuff comes out, he's like, I want to be, I want to be excited about it. Yeah. And the only way I can be excited about it is that I have to kind of know what's going on. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, you know, he's like, saying that like you've grown old or you don't understand anymore literally just means you just, just gave, gave up. up yeah you gave up yeah, yeah. i mean it, where where were you um i, I yeah because i definitely want to talk to you about this where were you when the pandemic started shutting things down oh uh, well i'm a school bus driver by day okay yeah so you know i'm picking up my kids from a school and like everyone's panicking. I'm seeing people like run out the school and whatnot. Oh, Teachers wow. grabbing their kids and like just getting out of there. And like and like our CB radios going off talking about this school's closing down. This school's closing down. This school is closing down. I'm like, oh crap, this is it. We're here. Oh wow. And I'm like, you know, from you know, watching every single uh movie about, you know, epidemics and you know, zombie viruses and everything else going on, you know, the, mm-hmm. the paranoid mind starts, you know, reacting like, oh crap, is this it? Is this, is this the end of the days? What, what, what's going on? Uh, yeah. let, let me get home. Let me let me get let me see if my kids are all right. You know, you want to just you just want to drop everything and like and like protect your own at that point. You know, like the survival instincts start kicking in. All those those doomsday preparations. To, you know, you start you know wanting to implement them and whatnot. That's why I see people like they were panic buying like all the toilet paper and you know canned yeah, goods yeah. and rice and whatnot. It was it was crazy. Like it instantly went like in one day. Like the world changed once, like they once they shut the schools down. That's when the world changed. That's when they yeah. said, "Hey, you know yeah. what? We 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 gotta adapt." Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of parents um, pinpoint that as like the like the the eye opener, like the yeah. thing you didn't think would would happen happened. So okay, so um, oh well, first everybody's good. Your family's yeah, good. Yeah, we're good. Like there's, I have a you know few friends that of you know. You know, falling victim to it and people that I know yeah. and whatnot. Um, but like my my immediate family, like so far, we've been good. We've been able to keep my kids out of school, be able to be home with them. Um, yeah. you know, it's, it's it's been a blessing so far. You know, this I used to never have time. Never yeah. I have to invent free time, and now I have a plethora of it. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting. I've been talking um since we started doing video again, uh, or we started doing video at all. Um I, I've been talking to a lot of the guests and, and uh, we all kind of been agreeing that like, yeah, it, my observation has been like most of my creative friends, mm. they, they're all right. Like they're, you know what I mean? Yeah. They kind of like being by themselves already. They, they already, 
they enjoy the fact that they get more free time with people yeah. they love and stuff. That's the kind of stuff they're in. However, my like very, very social friends, I feel for them. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they're hurt right now. Like I have friends that are like just dying to see anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, and, and I know how tough that is. So I, I definitely feel uh, empathy for that, but where you are, you know, being a creative and being um, under these circumstances now that are like, you know, genuinely out of our control. Did it hit you? Did it hit you in a way where you weren't creative? Because you're still putting music out. You just put out some music. In fact, yeah. if you're listening to this, go to platformcollection.com right now and his shit's on the front page. Um, Thank you. Uh, is it, is it, is it hard to create under these circumstances for you? No, no, no. If anything, like during this time, I think with a lot of people, um, isolation forces you to sit with yourself. And mm. if you have demons, you're either going to confront <laughs> them and beat them, or they're going to have a, a festival. So, uh, it depends on what you do with that. You have to really sit and stew with things like at work or going out and being social or performing or doing whatever you do in life. You can distract yourself from like your issues and like, you know, being in isolation, you don't have the luxury of being distracted all the time. So like, you're really going to have to, you know, you know, work on yourself or at least, you know, be aware of yourself, you know? Yeah. So i like, well, I really love to make music, but I have a lot of, like, you know, worries going on. Like, okay, well, how my finances going to be? Am I ever going to go back to work? Are my kids going to be okay? Yeah. Um, you know, so they're going to you know, split their time between my house and their mom's house. Like, who's going to be around them, all that. Like, and then, you know, being like a single dad again, I'm like, okay, well, kind of lonely you know do i holler at people is it safe to like try to spit at somebody you know <laughs> like yeah. can i die over a booty call right now yeah yeah <laughs> you know like what's you know what, yeah what apparently the answer is yes by the way <laughs> yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah, yeah yeah so like you know all all that all that frustration like builds up and uh like the ep i just dropped it was like kind of tackling some of the issues like of um you know, dealing with those what ifs and not being mm. at your best because like, you know, a lot of us, you know, either we took our time to really work on ourselves and improve ourselves, get our diet right, work out. And then some of us kind of let ourselves go. We've, we've gained some weight. We picked up some bad habits. We've sure. fully invested into the whole idle hands ideology where you can find yourself bickering people online more or just being upset about, whatever some for the right reasons some for whatever but you find yourself being more confrontational because you know that old saying like i got time today like you really do have time you know to get yeah, into yeah, it yeah. and like to really flesh things out yeah, yeah. so like that's what, like that ep was about just like um man like i really have some issues that i, I need to resolve and let me let me talk about it and vent about it you know that's, that's what are um i've heard you reference it, it i want you to clarify this for me because mm. i've heard you reference um in, in in reference to yourself, mm. uh, I've heard you call yourself a troll. Do you mm. why why do you feel like that? Why do you think you're you're a troll? Boredom, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like no, but I mean, do you think that you are? I say a troll. I like purposely because to... I see you. I see yeah. you. What I see your post. It's not like you're not saying like truthful things. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean. 
most times, like, out of boredom to get a reaction or whatnot, like, kind of uh-huh. stir up the pot. Like, I never, like, want to bully anybody or, you know, make anybody feel bad about themselves. Like, if I ever get pissed off and rant about something, it's usually because I think something, like, is injustice that's happening or somebody's right. being a jerk or, yeah. you know, like, I, I, I stick up for the little guy. You know, yeah, I don't. Anything. Yeah, I definitely don't see you as a troll. Like, yeah. I was just, I was just wondering about that because I, I, I know that um, people may think that because they think that you have a strong opinion about something or whatever. But you know, in researching for this show, as we do sometimes, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the things you're posting about are all like legitimate things to be posting about. You know what I mean? And when you're being funny, it seems like you're you're. I mean, that is one of the things, and it it is something I want to tap into in a little bit about the funny side of you. You definitely have that. There's a humor to the things you like to do. Um, Even how you present yourself, sometimes you're not afraid to poke fun at yourself, do self-deprecating things. Um, Is that, but yeah, I think that's all part of what you, I think if people call you a troll, they don't get you. You know what I mean? Just from an outsider looking in, but um on the comedy side, are you, are you a comedy fan? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Uh, my my grandma, she installed that in me. Uh, she was cracking jokes on her deathbed. You know, yeah, like we're yeah. we're all crying. She's up here trying to make us smile and laugh. So, mm. like from a young age, like if I could, even if I'm saying an awkward joke when it's probably not the right time, yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to make somebody laugh. Or like I just I just can't refrain from you know being a goofball at times, but. And then that's just that's just how I am, or like, or sometimes it's like to take the cool out of somebody if like they're fronting a little too hard, you know. Even yeah, if it's yeah, not yeah. my place, I'm like, yeah, let me, let me interject with something to keep you humble. Yeah, you know? but I mean, all, it seems like also though that like you're aware. It feels like you're aware that you're a funny dude because you put it in your art as well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like you're not. Uh, I, I've seen I've seen like you put out awesome videos. Um, there's, you, you know, even it's, it feels like even when you're being serious, you'll, you'll say something like tongue in cheek. Um, again, like, I guess it is to provoke a uh, thought and I see that now, but do you feel like, do you in general see like the comedy aspect when you do do it as a part of your art? Like, is it something yeah, like yeah. you look at other other people who do that and go like, Oh, that's something I, I like that part. Yeah. Like, well, like, I like to be as transparent as possible. You know, uh-huh. like, I'm, we're, we're human. You know, as as well as I may think I rap, you know, I'm I'm a human. You know, and I go through yeah. all those motions and all those feelings. And whatever there is to be about me, you're going to find out one way or another. Like I said, you can research. It's it's my pages and all my social media aren't private at all. Right. So if there's right. something about me, you're going to find it. So I might as well control the narrative and deliver it to you in an entertaining way whatsoever. We all love to laugh. We're not, like, the hardest dudes all day, every day, you know, like we have families, yeah. we we watch movies that make us cry, you know, we we fall in love. We go we go through all that. So like I, I transparent with my music and who I am as a person, like online or offline, because you're gonna find out anyways, you know? Yeah. And so like I like yeah. I, like, I, I think one of the things not to cut you off, I think uh-huh. one of the things that um I met you through um Noah James, by the way. I don't know mm. if you remember that. But um I met you through Noah James. I know that Noah is one of those. I mean, we all know Noah, Noah yeah. the type um, of person, the individual that he is. Um, and, you know, he spoke highly of you. And that was cool. It, and it's one of those things, like I've always told people, like Noah, 
career wise and like business wise has 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 definitely contributed to making my life easier because I don't have to filter so many people. Like it's kind of just like, yo, do you like yeah. Noah? No, I'm probably not gonna like you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's pretty. It's it's that simple. But again, he 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 referred to you as someone who works really hard. You know what I mean? That's again, that's something that is noticeable from the outside. Um, because I, you know, I, I know as an artist, I feel like we don't do this for each other enough. Um, in that we don't just say these very obvious things and I'll say them to you right now. What you're doing is working. It's working, whatever it is, it's working. So you're onto something you're, um, you are in conversations. I hear your name in conversation. So I think it's, I think that it, that's important. And I, I try to encourage more artists to do that with each other. Cause we, you know, we all hear shit. We all have, yeah. we all hear things that can help each other, but a lot of us just stay quiet on that shit. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, I think if people figure out the idea or at least the, the concept that it, which I think has been proven many times, if you think you're going to be the one person to blow up, and that's somehow going to mean more than the entire community blowing up. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Like in, in order for people to, for us to all kind of live the lives we want, we need everybody else to blow up. Yeah. We need everybody else. We need that. You need to be working. If I'm not working, yeah. I need to be working. If you're not working, yeah, you know what I mean? Like you can't there, be there's successful. tons of room. You can't be successful in a scene. If the scene isn't successful. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that says more about you than you think it does. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people think like, well, that just means I'm the best one. No, that means that you didn't contribute shit to your scene yeah. because you're not helping your scene when you have a platform. That's ridiculous. Yeah, You have to you help know? create the market that you want to thrive in. You have to be exactly. fully invested into it. Exactly, dude. And I just want to, I just want to give you that compliment. I think that, um, it's really dope. I, I'm glad that we, we finally got to do this. Um, but it is, it is your first time. So, um, we like to be polite on the show. Is there anything you'd like to talk about? Is there anything you oh. want to, you want to bring up on your first time on Crappy Awesome? Well, well, um, I would like to speak on behalf of my generation to the next yeah. generation and about yeah. them because, a lot of people from my generation, we uh, we don't understand what these youngsters are doing, but like they're so successful at it. You know, they're doing what feels right to them. They're rebelling. They're you know using their using their voice to you know make other people in their their world communities not feel alone and feel like they they can do something. You know, like. I was one of those people like, man, what's up with all this auto-tune or, you know, what's up with how they dress or this or that. But like, that's, that's not for me to understand that. And, you know, these youngsters, mm -hmm. they're going to blow past us and they're going to do amazing things. And we have to do yeah. all we can to help support them, um, teach them. And we may not even be able to teach them. They may need, they may already know what they need to know. We, we're, yeah. we're probably going to learn more from them than they can from us. For sure. You know, For and sure. like it's it's our responsibility as like you know the elders to like just help create a lane for them. You know, yeah, let's, let's pay the, the way to just be there. Yeah, just be there. Yeah, yeah. Let mm -hmm. them know they're not alone. You know, don't give them the cold shoulder because they may take your spot. They're going yeah. to take your spot. Yeah, Miss that's you. the point. Yeah. yeah, you know, like that's we want them to get better. We want them yeah. to be better than us. You know, and that yeah. means that we did our job properly. If that happens, you know, if we if we destroyed the building as we leave it. 
Mm-hmm. Where where are they going to do their thing at? You know, who's going to remember what was in that building? You Amazing. Know? Yeah, like and, and I, that is that's um yeah, man, you the shit, dude. Thank you, thank you. you the likewise. Shit. That's a that's a dope that I think that's a dope sentiment. I think it's so important. Um, I I also feel like you know I'm encouraged. I, I definitely am. Sometimes I get worried about it, but I definitely am encouraged. Speaking to people like yourself, you know, people like that come through the show, like you know, we're as much as we you know have things to pick and choose in our community, especially in hip hop abroad, like you know the greater hip hop community. Um, man, we have a lot to celebrate. You know what I mean? Like we really yeah. have a lot to celebrate. I've never ever been around a community that is more understanding with each other. When when there's love present, it is it's it's like nothing you'd ever experience. It's why we're so addicted to this world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's something that I wish that all people can have. And I think they can. I think you can have it. It doesn't have to look like hip hop either. It yeah. can look like whatever the fuck you want it to look like. But there has to be um, some acknowledgement of each other. Like, just acknowledge that, yo, that person yeah. is doing something that is putting a smile on their face or someone else. We need that. We have to have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, have, you have to give them that sense that, like, you know, hey, I see you. I mean, just mm-hmm. just saying that exactly. alone or being just feeling that, alone. that like, yep. I see you. Like, oh, okay, thank you. That You can think you've been working for 20 years or something, and then, like, uh, you think it's all for nothing, and then like one person you admire like tells you, "Hey, I, I like what you do. Yeah. You're doing it. Like it can give you Absolutely. all the motivation in the world. It can make you feel like it's all worth it, even if you never do something else again. Like, hey, you know what? Yeah, it was all worth it because like you, you get seen. That's that's sort of the, you know, we we fail to realize that someone is always watching, whether it's your neighbor, yeah. your it's family members, someone online, someone is always watching everything you do, and they might they not tell you or interact with you. But you could mean the world to them. It could be your dad, you know, your your coworker, yeah. whatnot. You could mean the world to them, and it so it could save a life. It could save Real a life, shit. you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like we we um, I believe like we should do the most we can for like the people that aren't here anymore that would love to have yeah. these opportunities. Like I've, I've had many friends in the past. My best friend died five years ago. A few other friends have died the past few years. And like I, I feel like it's selfish to not live up to my full ability to um, you know, share the same examples that, that they've shared with me and like, you know, really yeah. pay it forward. Um, I, I just wanna like to, to live fully and show people that you could you could really um just flourish in life by being yourself, by being a good person, by you know, living your dreams and not wasting a single moment, you know, because there's some of us that that, that that just can't, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. We're not even promised today. We got lucky to even be here yeah. today, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Dude, um, yeah, thank you. Guys, follow everything this young man does. It's a... Uh, it's it's always refreshing to, like, receive confirmation once you have a, the conversation. You know what I mean? It's, it's cool to see, like, okay, yeah, this this was a good pick. This is a great dude. Um, man, I, I, I know it's your first time. I know you've been waiting to come on the show for a minute. You're finally here. Um, and now you're an alumni, you're an official crappy, awesome alumni. So, which means that you have an open door now to come back whenever you want to come back. Um, 
uh, again, if people are, are listening to this on the day this comes out, he has a new video that just recently dropped. That is a very powerful statement. You want to talk about that? The video you just dropped? Yeah. Uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. Um, man, like I originally wrote that song like about four years ago. I remember it was like right after uh, Alton Sterling and uh, a few others were, were mm-hmm. you know, killed by the police and whatnot. And yeah. I just noticed a trend of people chastising those that were outraged by it. You know, mm-hmm. they had a counter argument or they would, you know, victim shame and try to find all the dirt they can on people that are being killed and whatnot. I'm like, you know who really, really should be upset about this? People that are dying. Yeah, you know, yeah. those are the people yeah. that really should be upset about this. Like, I've been harassed by cops. I've had friends and family that have gone through it with all that. Uh, go up to San Bernardino, you can't avoid it. There's crooked cops everywhere. And people saying that, oh, you should just comply or they're just a thug anyways and whatnot. I'm like, how is that really fucking helping, you know? Like, come on yeah. now. Like, how is that really going to help us? Like, if if you, you know, criticizing us is your way of supporting it. We don't want your support. You can shut up. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can talk about people that are out there protesting that are, you know, risking their lives during a pandemic to say, hey, stop killing us. Yeah. Shut up. You know? Yeah. If you have nothing to contribute to the conversation or the solution, we don't care how it makes you feel. We are not going to sugarcoat it or hold your hand. People are going to react how they're going to react. We're not at the end of their wits. To most people, we're at the end of the world. So if yeah. people are not acting as you know civilly as you want them to act while while they're dying, one way or another, they're dying from a disease or dying from being killed by the police. If, if that bothers you, good. It should. Yeah. It should as a decent human being, those travesties should bother you. And if it if people reacting to it is 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 you know send the wind up your skirt then maybe you should check yourself maybe you're not yeah. as decent as as you think you are maybe you're not as conservative as you think you are because we're all fighting just to be equal just to be seen just to live yeah so like i just i, I took that anger like and i i wrote it performed it had the homies sing on it a couple of years later and i thought like you know today's today's climate this is a a good time to to, to put this out because we're we're just tired of arguing with people. Like it's not going to do anything. You can say that oh these protests are invalid because you know some riots have stopped off. I'm like, well, those things can be replaced. Right, you know? right, right. And they're all insured, yeah. by the way. Yeah, they're all they're all insured. By I the love, way, I love to point that part out. Yeah, <laughs> all insured. And but you can't yeah. bring George Floyd back. No, nope. you know you can't bring him on yeah. back. You can't bring Breonna Taylor back. No. We lost, we lost yeah. them forever. And you think that's okay. Yeah. And us being mad about it is the problem. Yeah, that's... Check yourself. Check yourself. Super, super important song, dude. Super relevant. In fact, um, if you guys are listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, um, again, when this comes out, we're going to... Well, I'll post that video right under um, the video at platformcollection.com. Go there. You can watch this video as well as that video that he just spoke about right there um, under there. So please do that. Support that. Run those views up. We need important messages to be spread. The best thing you can do, like I said, you want to support us, share that video, um, and you're supporting us. You're supporting the artists that we support. This is one big community. Because they exist, we exist. 
You see how that all works? It's all one thing. So help any of these people you helping us. That's a great thing. Dude, thank you so much for doing this again. You got open door policy. Let me know next time you want to come through. Um, yeah, man. And hopefully it's in better times. You know what I mean? Um, and if not, fuck it, man, let's fucking kill it anyway. We're still here. We're still navigating through, you know, either way. Yes, sir. G. Uh, dude, thank you. Um, guys follow, follow, uh, diesel. Um, Hey, tell them your, your Instagram for people who are listening and not watching. My Instagram is D Z Y L five K one. And that's on everything. Snapchat, on Xbox, we can spot up all that. So DZ five K one. Oh shoot. Yeah. Put the challenge out there. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Modern blessed. Thank you. Yep. That's the homie diesel, man. Um, Dude, I can't say much about my dude. Uh, he's a, one of the good ones, right? He's one of the good ones. That's why we had him on the show. Um, it's an honor to have him. Dude, guys, make sure you check everything out. Platformcollection.com. Um, go there. Uh, support Diesel's music. Support all the artists that we have on. And again, if you guys want to support it in any, any other way, platformcollection.com. We have a store now. We got some cool merch. Go there. You know what to do. Um, and we'll see you guys next time, man. Uh, PlatformCollection.com. when most stop, they want a new finish line. I ain't touch it. Perfection to a perfectionist. Who knows he isn't perfect? Blessings, I earned them. I count them all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She said she got the hands.